Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How self-obsessed. Hi, Eric. This is a big one. It really is. <laughs> I'm two excited. reasons. What are, wait, the what's the other? The first reason is that... We're doing it shirtless. I was going to say nude. Oh, I guess <laughs> I'm really? nude. I really was. <laughs> I was going to surprise you. Great Because I'm nude and Eric is shirtless. It doesn't seem fair. Well, the, the, the desk you're sitting behind, I just can't tell. Oh. We do this thing from two separate desks in a very long room. Yes. Like... Probably what fifty yards away from each other, yeah. so I can I can barely even make out what your top is doing, let alone right. what, what's happening under the, the under, top. Under the my desk. top is going nuts right now. <laughs> we think it's better; it's just more conducive to pod. We read it in a podcast handbook that you shouldn't be near each other. We we read um, pod podcasting for for intermediate podcasters. We're intermediate. Now. We're not beginners anymore, you guys. No. This is like episode six. Right. And I mean, thank you to all the fans <gasps> out there. Yeah. And by the way, so find us on Facebook, Podcast Podcast. Yep. Tweet us at Love Your Podcast. Yeah. And like us on iTunes, because we read all the comments. Yeah. I it's mean, really it, fun for we us. We spend a lot of time doing it. Um, I must say, one comment, the only comment, was <laughs> to listen to the best show. I was at, we asked about what podcast people listen to, and someone said the best show. Yeah, uh huh. And I, 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 I listen to it. The best and? show. I would like more direction, and maybe is there a special episode I should listen to? Or yeah. A special, Were you I, not feeling I it? I mean, it was three hours long, and I listened to fifteen minutes, and nothing had happened. Oh my god! And maybe I'm just not patient enough. I don't know. But anyway. Send us your favorite podcasts and bonus points if you give us like an episode to listen to or like some, yeah. give specific instructions. I'm going to try to like the best show, but I, I, I'm not there yet. I feel like we should give it more than 15 minutes because sometimes like sometimes shows, especially interview shows, like the host will just do an intro for like 20 yeah. goddamn minutes. And yeah. I'm like, oh, get to the guest. Oh, like kind of what we're doing now. Kind of like what we're doing. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's tell everybody about our other surprise. Oh my gosh, our other surprise is that speaking of guests, we have a guest. Can you believe it? It's so exciting. I, I mean, who? And we didn't even ask this person to be a guest. They wanted to be a guest first. This was a guest request. And I honestly didn't think Michelle Obama was doing podcasts. I know. But it turns out, just she, kidding. Well, yeah. It's not Michelle Obama. Oh, sorry, guys. Wouldn't That's, that be awesome? That would, wait. Can we just start advertising that Michelle Obama is going to be on our podcast? Maybe she'll be our sponsor. That'd be good. <gasps> that would be great. Yes. Um, we promise we'll eat only kale for a whole week if you sponsor our podcast. I'm doing push-ups. <laughs> um, our guest is Aaron Murtaugh, and he's a film director. And he also grew up with us in Hudson, Ohio. And we want to talk to him about his new film, Present Company Excluded, which is coming out in July. So you, it's already out when you guys are listening to this. Yeah. And it's great. And we're going to talk to him about it. It's a, it's a really, really good one. We'll talk more about it. And we'll also let him talk about it because yeah. he'll know more about he it. He knows a little more about it because we just saw it yesterday. Yeah. What are the corrections from the last episode? There were none because we're perfect. Hey. hey. <laughs> um. I do have a surprise for you, though. Oh, Lord. Oh, we love surprises. Just a little quicksy surprise. I feel like this is one of those things where, like, a couple gets each other gifts and they keep, like, one-upping each other. And it, it, eventually our podcast is just going to be, like, a 
confetti cannon oh my God, I blown wait. at the other person's I, face. That's what I got you this time. Oh. Uh, well. Great minds. I hope it can reach the 50 <laughs> yards across the room. Um, I don't know if this is going to be a step up, but I did. I just want people to get to know you a little bit better. Yeah. I think, I think people want that, too. Oh, people want that. <laughs> um, anyway, I... In this week, uh, to change it up, I um, did some internet quizzes for you. Ooh. I, I have had some extra free time lately, as you know. Is this like know. a Cosmo quiz? L- some, a lot of different, uh, yeah. different kinds of quizzes. Okay. Do you remember how I sent you an urgent email? It said, like, urgent reply ASAP. Oh. And it was like, what kind of noodle do you prefer? Yeah, and by the way, I answered and y- you got real mad. Well, I, I gave you a selection of choices, and you chose one that wasn't one of the selections. I know. I didn't know it was multiple choice. Well, I had to know so that I could finish one of these quizzes. Because that's literally the only thing I didn't know about you. Like, I, I know I, I, I know so much about you, and I was like, fuck, I don't know what his favorite fucking noodle is. I also thought you were going to make me pasta. That's no, why you're asking. No. Ugh, so By the way, rude. I knew it wasn't cup of noodles. Okay? No, it was not cup I of noodles. Knew. Although, like, I, I have eaten a fair amount of cup of noodles in my day. Well, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Listen, but it's not that bad when you're, you know, when you're, when you're on a limited budget. That's true. Yeah. Um, so anyway, here's what we learned from taking your internet quizzes. Wait, oh, you like filled it out for oh, me. Oh, I filled out like a million internet quizzes for you. <laughs> it took me like a, all afternoon. Oh my God. So your cute nickname uh, is Smookykins. Uh, <laughs> your superhero name is Flying Underpants. <laughs> Ugly worn out shoelace is your villain nickname. Ooh. Trashy saggy pants is your monster nickname. Also my nickname in high school. Oh wow. Yeah. These quizzes are These correct. are really accurate. Bumble Noodle Bumble Noodle <laughs> Q Tipper is your all out weird nickname. Your stripper name is Thunder Sex Machine. Your Ooh. Viking name is Burfin Bike. Your emo name is X My Heart is Bleeding X. Your Mormon name is Elvers Clemeth. Your wolf name is Niral Revenge Howl. <laughs> your, okay, I thought this one was a little weird. Your Iraqi leadership name is Garab al-Mashadani. Okay. Your DJ name is DJ Vermicious T. Your pirate name is Parrot Shoulder Pierce Stamps. <laughs> um, These are all individual quizzes? Yeah, I had to take a lot of quizzes. Um, the fast food that you are is curly fries. The berry yes. that you are is red raspberry. Deny. Your job that you should be as an athlete. Uh, very wrong. And the Republican bill that you're going to create is called the Simple AB Lyric Structure Fire and Brimstone Charter. Why does it have... Oh, I see. Oh, and your lentil soup. <gasps> I like lentil oh, soup. So it was like, okay, like kind of accurate. Wait, I just want to know like how we got these answers. Like what were these questions you were answering? It, well, it was questions like what kind of noodles did they like? Yeah. Like what kind of... Holler, do they like? We've already accomplished a lot. Holler. But now we have some... Uh, fuck, fuck that guest. Oh, yeah. That was way who, more interesting. Who needs him? <laughs> um, but we should probably give a shout out to a word from our sponsor yeah. real fast. Let's hear it. Uh, it's MailChimp. Is it, is it MailChimp? MailChimp. Chimp? Oh, okay. A- accent on the chimp. Okay. Um, is your life boring or a little too safe? We know just what you need. A male chimp to come to your house and wreak havoc. It says here they have flexible design features, and I think that means you can design your own male chimp. I mean, did you even know there was such a thing? You could probably design him to wear, like, a monocle and, like, speak in a Cockney accent or, like, know how to base jump. And male chimp also comes with advanced analytics. 
Now that is astonishing. I, I, I knew that chimps could do sign language, but I had no idea that they were fluent in analytics. They're going to be smarter than us someday. I mean, they already are smarter than most of us. This is terrifying. But can they podcast? I, I doubt it. So until they can do that, I will always be better than them. Anyway, MailChimp also offers complex, flexible API documentation. And I don't know what that is, but it probably has something to do with bananas. And want a female chimp? Call somebody else. MailChimp will never offer them. They bring nothing to the table. So order your MailChimp now. He'll come over in a refrigerated box and will be all ready to play, organize your CD collection, paint your house, and teach you all about analytics. And as I often say about so many of our sponsors, why would you not? MailChimp is not responsible if your face gets ripped off. Thank you, MailChimp. Ooh, Thank you for sponsoring. Thanks. We are really excited about that one. Yeah, that was a long plug Ooh, they gave us. Well, there's yeah. so much to talk about. There is a MailChimp. lot to talk about. Us. I do. I think it's a little controversial that they will not come out with a female chimp. Well, I, I mean, maybe that's our company. Like maybe <gasps> we can start that. No one take it. We call dibs on on female chimp. Yeah. female chimp. It sounds like another Real Housewife franchise. Possibly. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Female chimp is actually not sending you a female chimp. It's just weaves. Yep, that's it. That's an idea. I'd buy that. How are you writing this down? Oh, we're recording it. Okay. <laughs> um, are you ready for our first clip? Should Heck like, yeah, let's okay. dive right in. I feel like it's been a... I, I was complaining about the other podcast taking forever to get started. <laughs> Look at us now. But like, you know, our sponsors and our corrections and all that is like part of it's our podcast. Important. It's not like... I feel like with those podcasts, it's like the real thing is the interview. Right. It's like get to it, Mark Marin. I know. Gee, oh, there's there's for one. example. Yeah, not calling out anybody. Anybody. Also, he's like the most successful podcast of all time, and I'm like, I have some tips. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till he reads our podcast. But like, book. an Obama literally was on his podcast. Right. Oh, that must have been a that must have been a mix up. I bet when Obama I listened to he it, was he was like, be on podcast podcast. "Get to my interview." Yeah, he was like, he "Is did. this podcast podcast?" And Mark Maron was like. No, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Wait, that reminds me of someone being confused about the podcast. I was talking to my mom about the podcast, and she was like, um, how do I download SoundCloud? Oh. I was like, no. Should we explain to everyone that they don't have to download SoundCloud? <laughs> I don't think everyone needs that okay. explanation. Just, just my mom. Facebook. Just what? Just click on Facebook. Yeah, or more just... easier, just go to iTunes and search podcast, podcast, yeah. one word. One word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, first clip. Um, this first clip is, uh, from Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. Uh, the guest is Kate Olson and Bullseye with Jesse Thorne is like, oh, he's a great interviewer. He's got super cool guests. And in this episode, he's talking to Kate Olson, Katie Olson, and she's sweet D on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Eric, have yeah. you, are you familiar? I love that show. Okay, so she's so good. I don't think we've ever talked about our love for this show before. We talk about so many things. I have not watched it chron- chronologically, to be totally honest. I've just like caught episodes here and there, but I it's really it funny. It's yeah, it's I feel like the same. It's Breaking Bad. Yeah. It's like... Although I did start watching... <laughs> it is not like Breaking Bad. No. I started watching the like first season, and I was like, oh, I really like this. Yeah. I like the first season a lot. Me too. Yeah. And so... Katie Olsen is Sweetie, and um, 
she's talking about how she's different than most other female characters on most sitcoms. Like, when you think about it, if it's one female with a bunch of male characters, the, the female is often kind of boring and, like, humorless and very normal. And, like, she's, like, wagging her fingers yeah. at, the, at her male friends, kind of like, you guys, don't do that. You're, like, pointing <laughs> out how outrageous. funny they are. Right, yeah. she's, like, the straight man. Or, like, they're, like, a manic pixie dream girl or something. Yes. Like, and Sweet D is, like, messy and hilarious. Like, she's not a good person. Yep. She's, like, as awful as her male co-stars. Yep. I mean... As awful and as interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she's, she's not there to be a normal contrast to her wacky friends. Yeah. So, I love that. So, uh, let's... But she's also to... just... The actress is very funny. Oh, she's great. Which and makes the gonna, character better. You're going to love her even more after you hear this clip. They were exactly, they were that classic sitcom thing of sort of an underdeveloped female protagonist whose job is just to wag, wag a finger. That's right, because they didn't have a, a woman in mind, so they just were writing a female role and then really funny stuff for themselves. So I read it and I thought, I definitely want to do this, but I want you to write that for me. I want you to write the guy role for me also, um, because there's no reason it can't be funny with all four of us. Um, in fact, it seems like it would be funnier the funnier you make it. I, I read that you literally... <laughs> auditioned with a scene that was written for two of the male characters on the show. It was. I didn't even know that because they, they changed the names, you know, obviously for the audition. So I read the audition was like, this is amazing. Um, and then I found out later that it was a Dennis and Charlie scene, but they didn't have anything funny for the auditions for D. So they just had to take something else, change it. So she's talking about how literally like there weren't any funny female characters written in the show. And she had to go in and audition with the male part. And she said, I want to read the guys' lines. Why do the female lines have to be so boring? I think that's kind of revolutionary. It's kind of awesome. And I love that, um, I love that actors are sort of taking it into their own hands to be like, I'm I'm gonna like I'm gonna come in and present as I as I would want this character to be. You yeah. know, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sort of pale to your like weak character. Yeah. And do you, are there other shows like this? Like I feel like Broad City, Abby and Alana are kind of like they're definitely not like Oh for sure. They're yeah. not wilting flowers. And yeah. And then I not to talk about Roseanne too much, but I think Roseanne was she was That's a great point. A funny mess on the show. That's a really great point. She was the antithesis to a lot of the sitcom moms who yeah. were like so put together, sort of deferential. Yeah, they had a few sassy lines here and there maybe, but like on the whole, the husband was probably the goofy one or the kids were probably the goofy one or the ones yeah. acting out and she was like, no, I can be badass too. Okay, um, okay our second uh, clip is from Not Too Deep with Grace Helbig. Do you know this show? Yes. Um, I have to admit... <laughs> She makes me feel old. Like, all yeah, of it all makes me YouTube, feel old. All the YouTubers. It's just, these people are millionaires. I know. So if you don't know, Grace Helbig is a very, very funny comedian, but she's also, she sort of got to start as a big YouTube personality, which is a thing now. And these people, yeah. who are very talented in their own right, um, but, you know, aren't, you know, necessarily like... I don't know. Okay, they're all they're not all that talented. Grace right. Helbig is definitely talented. But they make so much money and they're so famous. It's like Vine stars, you know? Cuz they just they're huge influencers. That's just the only reason they yeah. get yeah. They have millions of eyeballs on their mm-hmm. messages. And actually influencers is the right word because I work for a very large company and we always are talking about like how do we hire YouTube personalities to be influencers mm-hmm. and like 
you know, just like use our brand in their show or in their world because it, yeah. it reaches well, a lot of eyes. I've had to buy them before. They're very expensive. Yeah, they're not cheap. That's why they're millionaires. <laughs> yeah. And also, did you know that YouTube like pays you? If you have a certain number of views, yeah. they give you money. Yeah. Like U.S. dollars. We should get into YouTube. Why aren't we just aiming to make popular YouTube videos? What's next episode? That pizza eating thing is going to go blow up YouTube. Maybe if you're topless. Yeah, which I will be. I'm going to be <laughs> nude. This is a thing. I'm, I'm not backing down. It should be. No, it should be okay. a thing. Um, okay, so on this episode, she has as her guest Ricky Dillon. Do you know who that is? No idea. You wouldn't. You're too old. Right. He's also a YouTube personality. Um, his whole deal is like he's a musician and a comedian. He does like lip-syncing music videos with shockingly good production sure, values. Sure, let's give him $10 million. <laughs> I don't know who is bankrolling his production, his music videos, but they're very well done. Ooh, um, I'll have to check them out. He has 3 million subscribers. Jesus Christ. I don't even have that many friends. Oh, not even close. <laughs> not even nearby. So, okay, I'll stop being bitter about the wild success of these very young people um, so that we can listen to this clip. Um, Grace is asking Ricky Dillon one of her go-to interview questions that I just really like. Now, um, there's two questions before we take a break that I ask every single guest on the podcast. Okay. And the first one is, what uh, person in the universe, real, fake, live, dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Hmm. And why? It had to be someone who would like enjoy it. Okay. Like I don't want to make someone mad that I love, you know, like I feel like if I threw that at Britney, she'd be like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she might wake up for the first time in like 12 years. Um, I don't know. I think for now I'd have to say you since you're just hit right here. <sighs> that's like, so I kind of wish I had a bowl of spaghetti I could throw at you. I don't think anyone's ever said me. Oh, yeah, that's a first. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Ricky. I'm I... very much in the moment kind of person. So since I'm right here, I'd want to do it to you. I just, that question it's, makes so much sense to me. So much. I feel like it's the kind of question I meant to ask you. To I'm get to surprised know you, you haven't asked me that yet. Well, now I can. Oh. How would you answer? Well, I have to say like, it's tricky because it's not just like what celebrity do you hate? Kind of oh, like Ricky was saying. Right. Because I feel like some celebrities would like love the attention. I, I thought it was like in a complimentary way. Like who oh, I took it as interesting. Like, See, that's why this question is so great. This is a great question. I, I was thinking it meant like, oh shit. Like someone you loved, you want to like adorn them with yeah. your delicious spaghetti. And and also I was thinking, yeah, they're celebrities. They want attention. Like Right, they're, totally. Yeah, like I chose you. But I do feel like some celebrities would be like, I'll take a a fan letter. Like I'll pass on the spaghetti in the face. Well who would you say? Uh maybe um maybe I would do it to Mark Ruffalo. Only if I felt like he didn't have to go out, out to dinner or something after, oh, you know? That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think Okay, I actually, my first thought was Channing Tatum. Good one. Just because anyone ever, anytime someone says who's, what celebrity, I'm like Channing Tatum. Yeah. Because, like, he's sexy and, like, funny and, like. Yeah. So that was my go-to. Yeah. But but then I started thinking, I actually feel like it's kind of an act how he, like, I think he inside, he's kind of, like, not as, like, he seems kind of like a bro. 
interesting. Who would be pissed at me. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I think, feel like he's totally down. That's see, that's what I thought. At that's first. what he wants me to think. That's what he wants you to think. <laughs> I think that he wants everyone to think that he's like this goofball. But right. like, I think inside, like, he's too attractive. Like, I think inside, uh, he's like this. He is so attractive. People that attractive don't know what it's like. You know, yeah. I don't think it's possible. I think he would be like, "Who is this bitch? What the fuck?" Like, I really do. Interesting. I don't think he'd be like, "Ha ha." So I I changed my answer to Weird Al Yankovic because oh. I just think he would <laughs> he would seriously like I think he would start dancing like he would do weird great things with dance it moves, yeah I think so too voices singing he'd yeah start singing yeah well, he write a song about it he, he might absolutely final answer great wait I, I thought hard about this can I change my answer I hadn't yes. thought about it I knew you I was going to ask you but I didn't think about my answer you may change your answer speaking of pretty people I think I want to throw it at Chrissy Teigen. Oh, ooh, <gasps> yes. Right? She would have some great Instagram posts about it. I just she couldn't like, like her more. It. Me too. First of all, yeah, oh my, I agree. When I first saw her or like heard about her, I was like, oh, who's this like, you know, model girl? I'm sure she's like, you know, I'm sure she's very kind or whatever, but not necessarily hilarious, or, but she's yeah. so funny. Or I just thought she'd be like, Buttoned up a little bit. Yeah, up. right. You're right. Buttoned up is the right word. But she is hysterical. I follow her on she's Twitter. Honest. She is just. She knows how to like shut people down. Yeah. Is she married? I want to touch Legend? John Legend's butt. Okay. Yes, yes, she is. Okay. Yes. Um. Okay, ladies. Ladies in food. Did you see, um, the like bread eating YouTube videos? No. There's like. I don't know. Like women on YouTube are like eating I bread. Heard, I heard Oprah thing. is Oprah doing this? <laughs> it might is be she Oprah. Like she should be doing it. She should be. She loves bread. But <laughs> I have heard that yeah. about her. But then also like women have been eating bananas on YouTube and then that got banned in China. I, mean, I get that. <laughs> right. That's like fully sexual. But the bread thing is strange. They were talking about in in the podcast this episode with um, Ricky Dillon and Up Not Too Deep, um, they were talking about a Japanese soap opera where a character, like, throws, actually throws spaghetti at people. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is he in on the J- Grace's joke? I think she. think they know each no, other. No, I think she saw it after she had been asking oh, this question. Oh, okay, okay. No, I mean, That's like, so weird. both yeah. happened at the same time That's without so the other knowing. Anyway, the the like food video thing is a, is a thing. It's like a thing. It's in. We've got, we're getting a lot of business ideas here. Well, really? we're gonna be eating pizza on YouTube. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Might might get banned in China. In the box. But it won't get banned in well, Japan, where you can do it on a soap opera. Well, the way I eat my pizza it yeah. is definitely getting banned. <laughs> just, like, just imagine how successful that is. These videos are gonna be. Some sexual yeah. pizza eating. Yeah, I mean, and I'm gonna be nude, so. Yeah, I think maybe even just the nude part might get maybe. you banned there's on YouTube. There's a lot of things. We won't even know why they banned it. We'll be like, <laughs> there's five reasons you can ban this video. Yeah. Um, ready for the third clip? Yeah, I was born ready. Oh, my God. This one is from Dear Sugar, and uh, it's Wedding Drama Part 1, Great Expectations. It's with Ugh. Cheryl Strayed and Steve Allman. Do you listen to this, Eric? No, this I've podcast? never listened to it. I love Cheryl Strayed. She... She wrote Wild. Right, that it was a movie with um with Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Yes. And <laughs> I'm she, like I don't read books, but I saw the movie. <laughs> I read the book, but I did not I did not see the movie. Alan liked both. He oh, maybe saw, I trust him. Read the book and saw the movie. Okay. Yeah. But also there was this column on the Rumpus called 
Dear Sugar. Yeah. And every, it was like wildly successful and the, the author was anonymous. It was a, a, a question column. People would write their questions in. And it re- was revealed after like one or two years that it was Cheryl Strayed. That's so cool. And she's really, read Pretty Little Things. It's actually not called that. It's called Tiny Beautiful Things. Oh, uh-huh. Whoops. <laughs> but it's, so good. Like, best advice. I was, like, underlining every word. But anyway, they on their show, they, uh, her and Steve talk about deep issues. They answer serious questions. This week, they're talking about a single woman who decided not to attend the destination wedding of a female friend. Are you with me? So far, this sounds name? very reasonable. Right. Yeah. And the girl attending the wedding. Right. She calls herself single in Sacramento on the call, but let's call her Jason. Great. She's always struggled with being single, <laughs> never wanted to be single. And yes, she yes. made a contribution to the, the bride's honey fund as a gift. Wow, it sounds like Jason is doing all the right Jason, things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and this was the thank you note that Jason received. By the tone of your voice, I don't think it's going to be a kind one. <laughs> You'll have to see. Thank you so much for the sweet gift. I used to hate giving wedding gifts when I was single. I thought it was the most infuriating thing, because I always thought being single is so hard that it should be the other way around, as anyone should be getting a gift just for surviving being single. I will put that money towards my cat sitting and consider it a gift from one kitty lover to another to make sure my little sweetheart is taken care of. I have a woman coming to stay with her for the time we're gone, and although her price was much better than other sitters, it still isn't cheap. I'll also accept the gift with the idea that you will not be single much longer and that the right person for you, who will appreciate your vivacious personality and all of your talents, is about to enter your life soon. Lauren, what the fuck? That was on a thank you. I don't know, like, my wedding thank you notes were, like, a bit shorter and, like, more <laughs> to the point. My wedding thank you notes mostly stuck to, like, what I was thanking them for, like, the gift or right. the money. and, like, but, I mean, so if you continue to listen to the clip, which you should, Wedding Drama Part 1, Great Expectations... Um, I mean, I'm wondering, like, why can't you, yeah, why can't you just say, like, thank you so much for the gift, basta. But then that's kind of what Steve says. He's like, what is she doing? And, but Cheryl says the bride was just trying hard not to be like other brides, like, so, trying so hard. Like, she says, she just, the bride is like, I know how Jason feels. She hated being single, and she's, now she's paying for wedding gifts. <laughs> I forgot our girl's name is Jason. Yeah, don't forget. <laughs> and... Cheryl just kind of says she's overcompensating and she said too much. And Cheryl thinks that the thank you note is teeming with like this desire to be kind and and to have empathy. Yeah. But in it, she pretty much like says that there's something wrong with being single. Oh yeah. And also the cat. Why are we talking about your cat? Oh my God. I have a cat lady who comes over and she's kind of expensive. And I mean, not about you or your cat lady. Uh, what? And does Jason does Jason even have a cat? This is important know. information. Probably she's single. She wow. must, she must have a cat. <laughs> but at the same time, though, I can like kind of see myself doing something dumb like this. Like uh, I feel like, <laughs> uh, but not in a letter form on the phone. Like right. Like sometimes I I'm like vomit words. I'm, do you do that? You're like me. You vomit words. Yeah, totally. Okay. So yeah. like without thinking you know, too hard or right. Like yeah. You get st- oh my god, getting stuck in the elevator with your boss. I just start Ooh. saying things like, I think you need teeth whitening strips. And like, <laughs> I, like, I hate babies. And like, they're like, what? Oh my God. Like, can we get out of the elevator now? You know, but like, a letter is like well thought out. Yeah. I mean, it should be. 
I mean, you decided to put... Also, like, you didn't have to send it. If it was bad, right. you could rewrite it. You didn't, like, lick it and put a right. stamp on it. It's so true. Oh, my gosh. This just is... I, I, I get what Cheryl is saying. Mm, that, like, the intention nice. was to try to, like, be in solidarity and be kind. But I just think, like, this woman needs to figure out how to do that better. Me, me thinks the woman doth protest too much. I f- Whoa. I, yeah. hey, hey, Shakespeare. Hey, hey, did you major in Elizabethan literature? Yeah. What? I mean, maybe Cheryl did this, or maybe the, the bride was Cheryl. That's all. I mean, it's a conspiracy, <laughs> but, like, think about it. It all signs point to Cheryl. I had Cheryl's not like, considered. Cheryl's like, I think it's actually quite fine. And, like, everyone else <laughs> But also like, the stationery no. was beautiful, yeah. and they're like, Cheryl, How we didn't you know see about the stationery. stationery. <laughs> um, but this another weird thing to me like eric when you got married did you think your single friends were like jealous or like no yeah i think my single friends were like i'm pissed i have to pay for a plane ticket right and i have to but also like this would be a fun party right right i know like i that didn't even cross my mind no there's no way because when i was single i was not thinking like oh you're getting married like lucky dog like i wasn't thinking that. also my single friends have it together more than i do yeah. you know what i mean they can still be Lucy Goosey on the Upper West Side so at Jake's Dilemma. Run around doing stranger splits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever well, single people I do. I do stranger splits. Here's the one. <laughs> Tell us more about your open relationship <laughs> on this public forum. <laughs> We're just kidding. I'm nude. Okay, I'm kidding about everything. Um, I Here's what I don't miss about being single, not to make it all about me or, or oh my God. about being I, single. Uh, I just hope Jason's listening. Go on. Dear Jason, here's the number one thing you should take from this girl. Um, I am glad that I was off of the dating scene when like these dating apps became really popular. Oh, yeah. Because similar to you and your boss, like I was so, I did match.com. I was I. so bad at it. Yeah. I would email guys and be like Hey, I see you've never had children. Looks like we have a lot in common. <laughs> like that's a, no one thinks yeah. that's funny. That's not going to get you a date. No, that's scary. Just people. bad. Just bad. 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 Well, I would like to say, Jason, if you're listening, girl, which you are, um, I would just say, like, God, fuck, you're not going to be single forever. So no. like enjoy it. It's fine. Or, it, you're not going to be because I you don't want to be, so you won't. Wait, this she says forever. she doesn't want to be. She said she. Oh, she, she said it earlier in the yeah, podcast. Yeah, she. But also, like, maybe you are, and maybe you're, that's great. I, yeah, I, that's true, but it sounds like... She wants, she, she doesn't want to be single. Wants to she be wants to be a partner. Her, yeah, she does. Yeah. And I believe that she'll find that. Totally. So just, like, this isn't forever, so, like, enjoy it. Like, do, like... Yeah. It's gonna, you're, you'll look back and enjoy the time as long as you enjoy it now. That's it's so true. Okay. You'll, you'll never, once you're in that relationship, you'll be like, oh, like, I wish oh, I had appreciated. I wish I could do stranger splits. I like, could, wish I could do this stranger splits, right. yeah. That up, by the way. I've never I, heard I mean, I've never heard it. Wow, good job. Thanks, mm. thanks. It feels right. Um, is it time? Oh my god, I, it's time. I'm, I'm, I'm so nervous. You guys, we've never had a guest, let alone a guest caller, let alone a guest caller whom we, with whom we haven't spoken with in like a bit. So also, this is going to be really fun and exciting. Also, he's in Montana right now, and I think we said we'd call him like an hour ago. So yeah, we told him one hour ago. This has been going long. And we don't even know what time it is in Montana. I don't know. 
what is it a nine hour difference from new york probably i don't even know where montana is no idea it's it's west somewhere west everything's west just about um all right, y'all. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> right? West. Just about. Um, okay, you guys, we're going to call in to Aaron to hear about his fantastic movie, Present Company Excluded. Hi, everybody. Well, welcome Aaron, to Podcast yeah, Podcast. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. We Okay, so. For the listeners, the many, many listeners, we, the three of us go way back. We grew up in Hudson, Ohio together, and Aaron went to homecoming with my best friend, Patty. Do you remember that, Aaron? I do remember Romance. I confirmed with her that you had some smooth dance moves. I, oh. I, I like, specifically asked her, and she said yes. Aaron, what was your feeling when you first saw Patty step out in her homecoming dress? Uh, I think that was the dance that... Probably I was most nervous <laughs> going into, and I uh, dropped my nail clippers into the toilet. No, <laughs> not the old nail clippers into the toilet. I also like that priority list for like getting ready for the big dance was like number one, clip your nails. Yeah, no, I'm glad. Patty mentioned that too about your nails being perfect. Yeah, clean, a clean nail she's bed also, does a lot. She's intimidating, <laughs> I'll tell you. Like, I'd be nervous also. To also, go to dance with her. Where, and where were you when I was online dating? Oh yeah, with this yeah. With, with this nail, nail advice, with the clean nails. Why did you go on a date and you had dirty nails? No, Always. we were just talking about online dating, which you wouldn't know because you weren't, you know, you couldn't hear us before. But um, I was bad at it. I was just bad at it. Oh, well, I, I don't know that that's a bad thing. I think no. That's a weird thing to be good at. Yeah, that's that's actually true. Like it's a certain type of person who's like very good at that. Yeah. But also because the show should probably be called The Six Degrees of Our Friend Kara. Yeah. We should mention that Aaron's sister dated Kara's brother. We, Aaron, we talk about Kara on every episode for some reason. Like, she comes up all the time because she's so funny. Really? Yeah. So we had to bring her up. She's an honorable woman. She is. That <laughs> well should described. be her nickname. Wait, Aaron, I didn't really know you in high school. So, like, did you have a nickname? Not that anybody called me to my face. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, this was, I do know quite a few nicknames you had. I just was being polite to, like, ask yeah, you directly. we know all about them. Well, you know, sometimes you just have to make up your own nickname. Like, they, they weren't great. Yeah. Eric's nickname was Butterfly Man. <laughs> um, anyway, Aaron lives in Montana now, correct? Yes. And just produced a film. Did I say that right? I don't know how to talk about movies. Okay. That's true. It's called <laughs> Present Company Excluded and you can get it on Amazon now because yes, they're going to be listening to Prime this. members. Ooh. You guys, this movie is so funny and interesting and we, Lauren and I both got a chance to watch it and I, I personally loved it. I felt like it was yeah. so like quiet and thoughtful but like very funny and very interesting i also thought it was beautiful like it's very colorful and it really um it really takes you there like there's a scene where she's roller skating in a roller rink and i felt like i was there i feel like i can feel the wind like it's just beautifully done it's really funny it's really weird wait aaron will you describe the film so oh yeah weird. let's let's have you talk about it instead of us <laughs> <laughs> no i loved hearing you talk about it well now it's your turn uh, it's a uh, present company excluded as a coming of age comedy about a young woman, Chris, who's living.
living in Los Angeles and trying very hard to impress her wealthy and much, much more glamorous neighbor who she grew up next door to, and she wants to go to her 4th of July party. <laughs> uh, it's definitely weird, and I, uh, you know, thank you for saying all those nice things. I also think the movie is hilarious. And, you know, the experience of making my first feature film and producing that and acting in it and editing it and now trying to get it out into the world is equally hilarious. Wait, you edited... Okay, also to note, Aaron is in it and he's kind of a big role. Oh my God. Very good. Shirtless scenes, shirtless scenes. Three times, I counted them. Aaron, we were talking about nipples earlier in the podcast, so listeners, if you want to see Aaron's nipples, just... You know, or Aaron, if you want to send over to us Amazon. pictures of your nipples. Oh wait, you don't need to do that because I printed pictures. We screenshotted and, print, and printed multiple copies. Okay, but you you edited the film also. I did, yeah. That's amazing. Um, Isn't that like a a hard thing to do? Yes, especially <laughs> yes when your wife is the director. Oh and no way! Wow, what was the hardest thing out of all the stuff? Because you did so much. What was the hardest thing that you had to do for it? I'm not sure. The, the podcast circuit? It's very interesting because, you know, when you go and see a movie in a theater, you kind of get excited because you hear a movie is coming out that an actor is in that you really like. It seems like it just happened. But in reality, that movie could have been shot years ago, and it goes through a lengthy process before it actually ends up in the theater. And we shot this movie in 2013. and finally are getting able to put it on Amazon now. And I think that the most challenging thing has just been maintaining a level of interest. Everybody involved has moved on to new projects now. And, you know, it's one thing to ask everybody for like 20 days to show up all the time in L.A. But it's another thing to ask people like... You know, four years later, <laughs> talk about the movie and tell everyone that it's really good and they should go and see it. Where were you when you found out that you that it was going to be on Amazon? Like, how did you find out about it? Um, we're releasing it through Amazon's new Video Direct service, which is available to all indie filmmakers, and I think is extremely exciting and kind of a sign of the times to come. So. Uh, it, it was not a thing to find out. You just you did make it. an account and you put it up there. Is it is it sort of like like self publishing, but for filmmakers? Yeah, yeah that's exactly. so cool. Awesome. Well, we loved it, and it really was so good. Also, I noticed that. Oh, I forget her name. One of the main characters had a three three zero. Oh yeah, phone number. The neighbor girl. The neighbor. She gave a phone number, but you can't give the full with the area code. So you right. used Hudson, Ohio, four four two three six area code as the like yeah, first three numbers. We yeah, we see. <laughs> yeah, we see. Yeah, to the Ohio audience, there's a lot of uh, cute inside jokes. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah, you for that. Which we is funny, it. also, you know, because most movies use this like movie phone language, which is five five five. Right. Yeah. But it takes you out of it. So that phone number was used for that 
that to was... be to construct the world of the movie. Here's here's what I also love about the movie, though. And again, it's called Present Company Excluded. Um, it gives the audience so much credit. It, like you're saying, it doesn't kind of like. I, I don't know. It, it doesn't do a lot of the like standard movie tropes. It's not super expositional. It just sort of like starts in this world without setting it up in a good way. Like you just dive right in and you get to be immersed in this, in this young woman's world and her strange, strange life in a way that like gives you credit to kind of catch up, you know? Can we quote you? Yes, for sure. Yes, from podcast, podcast. No, it really, it lets you enjoy and be in the moments like it's yeah it's really really good when you credit us you can also mention we're we're on itunes yeah <laughs> similar to being on amazon we just signed ourselves up yeah but it sounds it. sounds legit right we did it yep digital marketplace that's where you gotta be it's like beachwood mall more more ohio references for those of you not in the know wait so but you lived in hudson and then you moved to new york city and now you're in montana why like how what how did that happen and and do you follow up do you know hannah montana (laughs) Uh, i don't know i haven't met hannah montana yet not yet uh i yeah i was living in new york and i moved to LA and met my wife in film school and we moved back to New York and then she got a teaching job in Montana and that's how we ended up here in the the first time we've moved now four times in the last like 16 months oh my gosh we're not good at staying uh, (laughs) but but Montana I, I had never been here before and I really like it here it's super isolated and uh, strange in its own way, but I've really fallen in love with the state. My friend did Teach for America there and said it was just, like, really beautiful. It's insanely beautiful, like, the natural landscape, and there's also kind of a great culture of, like, just do whatever you want. Yeah. Don't bother me with it, which for me makes me feel really comfortable, but also there's some, you know, complicated things with that. Like everybody's kind of cut. <laughs> it, it does. It does sort of sound like it's erring on the side of libertarianism, <laughs> which I'm not here to judge. Aaron yeah, there's Martha. these little progressive pockets that are great, but maybe in other places it's complicated. Sounds like you sure, should sure. get a gun. I mean, everyone else has one. Should you get two guns just to be ahead of the curve? Yeah. You could have two, and then like you know. <laughs> Than two. One for each hand. What do you miss about New York? <laughs> what was your favorite train? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I definitely miss the subway. I love the subway. I think it's fascinating. And I love that everybody just shoves their ass onto that subway no matter what. They really do. They do. There's a lot of shoving. <laughs> Even when it's the summer and it's so hot, and you're like, there has to be a better way to move people around. Yeah. yeah, and it presently, it is the summer, and it presently is very hot. And there's lots of ass shoving. Yeah. Yep. And I miss that things are open really late at night. And yeah. And I also miss, like, how, you know, I, what I love especially about New York is, like, that the baggers, like, any shop you go into, the bagging is so efficient yep. and fast. Yep. Yeah. They don't fuck around. They're so good at it. Yeah. 
You've picked up on some very small, beautiful things about New York. I appreciate that. Not everyone, not everyone appreciates the efficient bagging. It's so true. But it's very true. Well, move out to somewhere where it takes you 40 minutes just to buy a bag of pretzels. Oh, and Jesus. I'll have it. I'll have it. How, a heart attack. How were the pretzels? Worth it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. I'm so glad. We'll have to come visit you sometime. Yeah. You really should We've come. ourselves. Especially <laughs> now you'll notice they can see me because we're on Skype. But it's very bright here because in Montana, the sun doesn't set until like 10 o'clock at night. What? No. I didn't know that. We how do you know? How do you know when to tuck in the kids to bed? <laughs> you don't. Just, like, the kids are like fucking nuts. Wow. <laughs> you said no rules, but I did it didn't really land until this moment. I had no idea. Um can you tell us like the birth story of this film? Like Yeah, how did it who, how did it come to be? Yeah. Uh well, you know, it it was many different stories <laughs> for a long time. When Jenny got the, uh, the job at Montana State, she had access to some grants, and we also got married and got some money gifts. And so it was like time to make a movie. It's really sort of how the whole project came together. And I spent most of like three months here. Um, trying to get things organized because we knew we were going to shoot the whole film in LA. So from Montana, we were trying to do some preliminary casting and also like setting up locations and where Jenny and I were going to be and all this equipment and blah, blah, blah. And then we moved, spent three months in LA and shot for like 20 days. And then we drove back up here and I spent a whole year editing. Wow. I mean, it was, Sorry, I, I was just going to say the production value, including the editing, is... I mean, it it Seriously. feels completely like something you would see with a wide release. It it's like feels so professional. I'm very surprised that you did it yourself. Uh, we didn't think you Meaning, had it. Meaning, I'm sure you're very talented. I don't know your life. Well, <laughs> you know, what you should know is that um, my father, who now lives in North Carolina... Mr. Murtaugh. Um, mm-hmm was spent like he was having a period of, of his professional life where he didn't really love his job and so he would spend time during the work day going to get coffee at this like espresso shop that was right near his work but was also a sound post-production facility hmm. run by this guy named Sam Kaufman and he and my dad and his wife became friendly and my dad mentioned that I was making a film and they wanted to hear about it. And they have this amazing, like really professional level. Like they do the sound design for like Tron. That's crazy. And this guy was like, I love this movie. I want to do your <gasps> post. And we were like, we, that's great, but we don't have any money. Right. And he was like, we'll figure something out. And so we got to go to L.A. the following year for a week and go through, like, a proper professional finish process. Wow. Which involves ADR. What is that? Which is this thing where you... 
Oh, yeah. All the dialogue in the movie was recorded in a sound booth a year later. No. That's so crazy. And you have to go in to this little booth and watch you yourself and listen to yourself <laughs> right. and then mimic it back. And there's like these beep, 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 <gasps> and you say the line. And it's insane. Is that how it's done for most movies or just that's a way to fix some, some audio that didn't capture as well? Well, I think it's done in every movie because there's always a scenario where they're going to – it's also really effective if you're going to kind of re-sculpt the narrative in post and you want to yeah. kind of edit a line so it sounds a little bit different or different information is revealed. Yeah. But a lot of times if you're shooting a big – you know, you're shooting like a big scene and there's a ton of people. It's really hard to isolate just one totally. person's voice. Or if so there's music or something. ADR. Our production model was so low budget that the sound mixer was like, you should re-record basically everything because you're. it's really hard to work with the audio tracks that you guys have. That's crazy. Wow. How cool. This is this should this shouldn't no be idea. called podcast podcast. This should be called podcast behind the scenes of the movie We're biz. A lot. I can't believe that I didn't know that. I know that's how movies are made. That's crazy that you have to just like watch yourself and memorize how you said it, and then like basically like lip sync uh, to, to yourself. To be quite honest, if I, someone had told me I had to do that, I would have been like, "Fuck it, the whole thing's <laughs> over. I'm not doing that." Cancel the movie. It. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, no, I suspect you might be kind of good at. It was very very hard for me to do and Lauren the star of the movie is so weirdly good at it oh, it's man. just she I, was like she could, like she could have redone the whole movie just herself oh, that's God. crazy because honestly watching it there's you would never once be like oh they might have like that line might have gotten cut off or she's saying something different ever also oh. um, it's confusing for me that Lauren is like this person who's on this podcast and Lauren is the name of the actress. So can we call her Jason? Yeah. We'll refer to her in the future as Jason. Great. For for the record, her name is Lauren. What's her last name? Lauren white. She's a phenomenal actress. Very funny. So I guess it's kind of a good thing that your dad wasn't happy at his job, right? It was the best thing that's ever happened to me. Oh my God. Congratulations. Even better than your wife. He said the best thing. (laughs) Wait, so your wife directed. That's amazing. Yes, and she wrote the whole thing. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Boss ass bitch. You guys are sort of like the, um, the, what's, what's their name? The Jolie Pitts. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You guys are like the indie darling Jolie Pitts. Yeah, basically. Um, Well, Well, you know what's more exciting is now Jenny is not working on another film she's making a podcast that's not exciting for us Aaron. that's competition Competition. (laughs) no no they're very she's very complimentary of your podcast we we like her again (laughs) what did you say about it what's your favorite thing your podcast is just about podcasts it's just about podcasts we need her podcast it's true oh yeah we'll we'll use a clip of her show what's her show is it called podcast 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 podcast? everything good in there but they're um stories like nonfiction essays that she's writing oh, and cool. she's reading them aloud. Oh my gosh. That That's sounds really like cool. so up my alley. I love like the mo- like, yeah. like storytelling. I love it. She has one called New Family that's about my family. <gasps> that is hilarious. Oh man. That's really fun. That's going to be my favorite yeah. episode. I'm gonna, is it up? How do I find it? No, 
She's still. Um, okay. Yeah, I think we'll put. I think they'll go up this summer for let, sure. Let us know. Sure. She probably she probably does six. stuff like um, edits them. <laughs> yeah, unlike Which us, we don't really do. Tell her to hurry up because we're anxious. Yeah. And that's the only reason she should hurry up. So, <laughs> tell us who will like this film. Like, what kind of person? Besides podcasters. Well, I think that Eric Emsch clearly is the target audience. He <laughs> yes. This movie really nailed really it for well. me. You know, I think that the movie really appeals to uh, an audience who wants to engage with what they're watching on screen and not necessarily just sort of experience the spoon feeding of information. Mm. So it's an engaged audience and also kind of a, an audience that's willing to be critical of the experience of being a young person, a young mm. woman growing up right now in America or in Los Angeles because the movie is really about this character who seems extremely confused about how she's supposed to get what she wants and why that's so important. And I think that's a very relatable question to a lot of people who are young and also to people our age who are maybe just a little bit older and have the perspective to look back on that time period and be able to laugh at it, you know, which is maybe Jenny's greatest skill is writing this really human experience with a great sense of humor. Yeah, and and also people from Ohio who want like little Ohio jokes. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's so true because Chris is the lead character, right? Yes. So it's like the the story isn't funny to Chris because she's living it, but it is funny because like life is weird and awful and funny. So it's it's, it's sort of like authentic in that way. I really mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. Well, tell people again how they can find it. Present Company Excluded is available on Amazon. Uh, you can stream it, you can rent it, you can buy an HD copy, and you can watch it for free on Prime. So if you are a Prime member, like all you got to do is click. And if you're not, just email me. I'll, I'll let you share my account. <laughs> email fine. us at loveyourpodcast at gmail.com and we'll share Lauren's information yeah. to her account. <laughs> Wait, just kidding. We need people to like... Buy Prime specifically for this movie so that... Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I'm not sharing. Give my... Um, I don't know. Well, we wanted to talk to you, Aaron, about a clip. We wanted that's to, what we really we wanted do to start here. talking to you. We really... This is supposed to be about... We, ha- we haven't recorded anything up until now. Oh, right. We're just <laughs> yeah. catching up. Yeah. That was yeah, a, yeah, yeah. yeah, I figured. I was kind of like, why are we talking about the movie? Right. <laughs> oh, boring. Um... So this clip is actually one that Aaron chose. We were really yeah. excited. And it's from a podcast that I love. Do you listen to Call Your Girlfriend? I have listened to it, yeah. Um, we, we like the idea that when we have a guest, like they'll bring like their podcast flair to yeah, our show, right? you do the work. We can't do everything. Yeah, also we're lazy. We're so lazy. So Call Your Girlfriend, it's um, Ann Friedman and Aminatu So. I think I said that right? Yeah, don't look at me. Um, <laughs> I was looking at you. Um, <laughs> they're like long-distance friends who catch up on this weekly podcast, and they just like talk about friend stuff. Sound familiar? Oh, well, we do. It's no so wonder we like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this episode is episode 53, Worst Advice, and they're they're talking about like making new friends as adults, and I guess there was recently a This American Life podcast uh, 
about meal drumming. He set up his two friends on a mandate. And it's like a ridiculous idea, but how else do you make friends as an adult? I know. And in the clip, Anne is actually talking about that she signed up for an app called Hey Vina. I don't... I can't. And once again, not sure how to say that. It's also a little close to vagina. I'm thinking, I think it's pronounced Havina. Havina. Oh, oh, thank you. That like makes it's more sense. meant no. to be referred. <laughs> oh, I like that better than We just mine. took you so seriously, Aaron, that this was not called Havina. It was called Havina. <laughs> I like I like Havina. Moving forward, we will be calling it Havina for sure. But it, anyway, it helps. Jason. Yes. Sign up for Havina. Jason loves Havina. Oh my god. She oh my would. God. She actually maybe that maybe the character of Chris needs Havina yeah. to meet up with female friends. Yeah. Um but it, 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 the purpose of the app is to help women make female friends. So let's listen to the clip and then we will discuss. You know, the app the app will ask questions about like what time of day you like to hang out. Or like what kind of stuff you're interested in doing. Like, are you an outdoor or an indoor kid? <laughs> Which like, fair, fair enough. Like those all seem like kind of relevant, but like, I don't know that I could even answer those questions for people who are my close friends. It seems difficult to try to distill it into like a set of check boxes like that. But one thing I do think is, is a really good tell over of whether you can establish a, a new friendship with someone is where you're at socially and like in your life right now. So like two people who are both new in town and don't know anyone, that seems to me like a good match because they're both like looking to invest in new people. Whereas a lot of times, like, you know, if you meet someone when you're at like a really busy or like kind of feeling full point in your life, it's like you're just not going to be able to make the room that they're going to be able to make. I think that this is true, especially when you move into your 30s, right? And I really felt this with the, the bros on the show is, you know, it's like you have a wife, you have kids and your life is like very set, it's just like logistically, there's not a lot of time for you to make for new people. Okay, so I don't know. Like, do you guys think that this app would have found like matched you up with your right friends? Do you think it would work? I mean, I feel like I have done this like friend matching thing in real life, like at a party where I'm sort of mixing groups of friends and I pull people, two people together and I'm like, you guys are, you know, similar in this way. Like you, you should be friends. And I feel like even that never works because it's so much pressure. Yeah, you, know you know actually I mean? did that to a guy in a bar with me. Like, you set us up on a date. Oh, that was a bad idea. Yeah, that was a really bad idea. <laughs> Sincere apologies. Yeah, that was a, an idea that didn't even end right. A bad idea that didn't even stop. Is there kept on going. a chance I was overserved? Yes. Yes. Oh, absolutely. wait. Is this the person you actually dated yes, for a while? Yeah, oh. I, yes. Anyway. Um, <laughs> wait, no. Aaron, do you think this would work? Do you think this. He was a doctor. What's different, though, is that dating sort of, you know, has, like, this accepted, I'm going to meet you with, like, no prior relationship and forge a brand new relationship idea to it, whereas Mm -hmm. friendship sort of, like, what's complicated about, I I think, technology getting involved in matching people up just for friendship is that a lot of times your friendship is built on these shared experiences, Like, it's kind of crazy for us to see each other again. I think more than 10 years has passed. Yeah. Yeah. But there's all this, like, established information, which even though we're in very different places in our life, I think means that we can have just a great conversation. Yeah. That's a great point. I don't think I would match up with you, Aaron, 
if we did the friendship app. Right. Right. But I really like love talking to you and I think you're hilarious. And I think that we do have a lot in common because of Ohio and yeah. That's great experience. 303 joke. I'm also taking your answer to that to mean you're hoping to be like very close friends with us from here on out. (laughs) Yeah. No, you're in, buddy. The answer is we accept. (laughs) We accept your friendship. We're going to be Skyping every night. (laughs) And every night we're going to ask you these many questions. (laughs) I love to be interviewed. (laughs) But don't you see also the other thing is like how can the app measure... Or, or really quantify a sense of humor because, mm-hmm. you know, when I was thinking about listening to this clip and talking to you guys about it, the n- number one thing that I was, like, the most important thing to me in my friendship is that they think I'm funny. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Because when I meet someone who, who doesn't get when I'm being funny or that I'm making a joke, it's a sign that we are on a different wavelength, which right. is... You know, that's totally fine, but I wouldn't really want to let a computer decide. It's so true. I, humor is like at the heart for me of all relationships. Like it just means like it's 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 a, an indicator of whether or not you think in a similar way. Not necessarily that you have the same views, but that you sort of like get each other. I'm sorry we didn't get your hey Vina joke earlier. <laughs> I was just taking you so seriously. Yeah, are you trying to tell us that we can never be friends because we didn't get your Havina your Havina joke? Oh no, you can you can miss one or two. Okay, okay. You have Strike to at least appreciate that it's funny. Right. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. No, absolutely. We <laughs> yeah, think you're after hilarious. we realized you weren't serious, we did think it was very funny. Yeah. But you, can you roll back. So you have moved like a lot. So you have to make new friends. Like, do you, you have do any it? friends? Yeah. Good question. Besides us? Yeah, it's, and that's so true, and it's very has been a really interesting experience, especially because I moved, you know, now multiple times as before I met Jenny and since as a married person, and the two are sort of different experience. I, I think that, um, you know, right now in my life, it's funny because I have so many friends, very, very good friends now that I don't live in the same place as yeah and trying to maintain those friendships via phone and email and going and visiting people you're like having to be on their podcast just so that you can talk to them <laughs> right facebook message you know whatever it right. takes to get back in touch I, I just i don't feel quite this like urgency to make new really good friends i hear that yeah i do too not that I'm not. Right. <laughs> I dear people of Bozeman, no. I love getting to know you. <laughs> no, I think that's something that comes with when you get older. You're just more relaxed about it. Like you're, and they and they talk about this. You should listen to the whole clip. It's called Your Girlfriend, episode fifty three. Like you just get to this point in your life where you're settled and you you know your jam and you know what you like and you have your people and you're set. And then the problem is then those people that aren't at that point and wanting to be friends with you. Right. You know, it's like, I don't have time for you. I'm like, right. like I'm out of friend, friend juice. And I also feel like I don't see the friends I love quite enough. So to take on a I new friendship is a real thing. Oh. <laughs> it's Sorry. been a lot of podcasts. Don't you find that when you're married, then your single friends become like really fun and really important because yeah. they're, they're like, 
conversation, doing they're doing things, they're like meeting new people, yeah. they're out, they, they have great go out. sex yeah. stories. They're doing the stranger splits. Yeah. No, no I, it's it's true. Like there is something about the energy in and difference in social life to for, for most people, not every case, but to a single person that makes it exciting and you're like you kind of not live vicariously, but you're excited to be connected to that again oh, through your single friends. I live vicariously. I'm totally that old married woman who's like, so have you been on any dates lately? Yeah. What, are, what, what are the apps that you use? What, what's I, going on? Did, what, tell me a story. Anything crazy? We do that to my friend Brian. We make him tell us all about his conquests. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had to go through that too. You know, we were the single people that had to share our stories. So it's, it's funny, fair. Aaron, that you point that out because the, that distinction because. An earlier clip was um, talking about being single, and a single woman got a um, a thank you note from a wedding that was very strange. You'll hear all about it when you listen to this episode. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so everyone's homework is you have to get present company excluded on Amazon. Yep. Yes. Watch it. Yes. They don't even have to watch it as long as and it then says you, you like, then the man that you it. Yeah, just rate it five stars. <laughs> just rate it. Everyone just go rate it. it. Yay. Okay, well, anyways, we have to say goodbye now. Is there anything else that you want to talk about, about the movie or anything that you didn't get to say? Or a compliment for one of us? Either one. Mm, I don't think I have anything else to say about the movie. <laughs> I would love to compliment you both <gasps> on your sparkling personality and ability to carry a conversation go and on. an interview, which I think you're much better at than maybe you give yourself credit for. Wow. You should have a guest every week. <gasps> Will you be our guest again sometime? I'd love to. Yeah. Next. I can tell you about my web series that I'm making. Yes. Woo! Okay, so you'll be and on maybe for your, your web wife, series. And your, maybe your wife, we could do like a podcast, Shimmy Shimmy. Yeah, Is that what they're called? Yes. That's the that's technical term. Okay. Definitely this, Shimmy Shimmy. Well, you are our first guest, and we love you for it. You're the greatest. That was awesome, and thank you. And good luck. We're going to be telling everybody about it, too. So. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on the Night. show. Thanks. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye, Aaron. All right. Our next segment is... Jingle Jangle. We're just going to play a little musical clip for you guys. Um, this is from Lady to Lady. Um, one of my favorite podcasts is with Barbara Gray, Brandy Posey, and Tess Barker. Um, this is in episode 167, Disney Bird with Rachel Bloom. Um, they are doing a max fun, maximum fun drive. They're trying to get money for their podcast. So they like are singing a song to get you to pay money. Like... And you probably know Rachel Bloom from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, that yes. show on the CW. She's she... actually on the singing, but she's on the episode. Oh, right. So check out that episode because she's really funny mm-hmm. in this episode. Anyway. Yes. But she's not in this clip. I love the clip. Here it goes. It's Well, I just love that, like... What a rocking song. Like, someone literally was like, just, like, fucking start singing in your worst, terrible voices. And, like, but, like, 
throw yourself into it. Like, get, don't hold back. 100%. I, back, you know? I feel like that song is the equivalent of us making this podcast. It's like, sure, we don't know anything about making podcasts, but right. man, we're going to be loud yeah, about it. But we're going to do it loud. Um, anyway, I they write all their own songs. This, this is why you should listen to the show. They write yeah. all their, and sing their own, all the segment songs. It's really good. And... They're all just like that. That's what I'll say. And they're great. If you had to sing a song for our segment, Jingle Jangle, what would it be? Oh, my God. It'd, it'd be like, I mean, I feel like I just listened to that, so it would have to be something like, Jingle Jangles in the house tonight. <laughs> I feel like I just got a Christmas nightmare. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. You asked. You made me I, do I, it. I thought it would be bubblier. Oh You're a very bubbly person. <laughs> Okay, I'll work on that. That'll, okay. I'm adding that to my homework. Oh my list. god! Now oh, you have to compliment a man switch. and write a song, oh, which will be no harder. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Um, but so anyway, this things. this song made me want to give them a million dollars. And uh, finally, our last segment is uh, no comment. We're we're just gonna play a clip, and we're gonna say nothing about it. This is something that is us. it's so good and succinct that we don't even have to comment on it. Right? It's hard for us not to say anything. It is, but. It's, it's a good exercise for us. So this is from Slumber Party with Allie and Georgia, which is another one of my favorite podcasts. Allie and Georgia are hilarious. And we're just going to play a clip and then say nothing about it. Sometimes I was in a room. I was in a ballroom like two days ago with a thousand people. It was I a, saw that on your Snapchat. Well, thanks for you watching. So pretty. <laughs> um, thank you. I was. I had the longest eyelashes I've ever worn glued to my face. But it was black tie. And I just had this one moment where I was just sitting there and I was like, Everyone has a butthole. <laughs> it was like a thousand, two thousand people in tuxedos, and I was like, everyone. It was just, we, don't, we walk around and don't acknowledge that we're all like, can you believe we have this? Thing? But like, I think like once you realize it, then you start treating everybody like a human. Yeah. And like there's, it takes the power and the hierarchy out of people. Yeah. And I really think it's a good way to get people to like you is just to be like, Blech. hey, Blech. yeah. I'm not gonna say anything. Can I just say one thing? Can I have one comment? Honestly, it wouldn't be no comment if you had one comment, but I'm gonna I'm gonna allow it. Okay, I just I, I love buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might need to expand on that comment, like in in did, like, theory. Just like that, everyone has one, and then everyone has butt cheeks and butts. I just love it; It makes me happy. Okay, that's I do feel like much. I'm glad you clarified. Okay, <laughs> just you know, we don't want to give the wrong impression. No, I love that everyone has one. That is that is a, that is the good thing about buttholes. And if you want to listen to the whole thing, it's uh, episode eighty three with Tracy Stump. And that's all we'll say. That's all. We'll no say. comment. No ha- more. One half a comment. Um, Podcast Bay this week is even though Aaron Aaron sort of outed us for being like not teenagers. I know. Uh. <sighs> even though you even though you now know we're not teenagers, we can still have a podcast bay. And mine is Girl on Guy with Aisha Tyler. Do you listen? Do you like that one? listen to it it's, I, I think she's another one that like she takes like 45 minutes to get going oh you gotta skip the intro if i'm being honest okay it's a lot um but i think she's so great just in general outside of this podcast i think she is badass you might know her from like the talk on cbs which is sort of their version of the view which i think is actually better um or she is a voice actor on archer she was on friends that sort of was her big break oh she did like um the talk or the the soup mm-hmm. or talk soup, whichever it was at that time. Um, she's also like a self-described nerd. She loves video games and zombies and scary shows and booze. She has a cocktail company. Um, she's just she's just really great. Um, 
she talks about the reason why it's girl on guy is she feels like the dynamic of a female interviewer talking to male interviewees is really interesting. Um, she will have the occasional female guest. Um, she just had Violet Davis on. Oh my god, that was a really good one. Um, Violet Davis, such an interesting backstory. I might even pull a clip for this show, but. Um, most of her guests are actors or comedians, uh, but she sort of curates it really well, like with interesting folks and some folks she knows. Um, recently she's had conversations with like Sam Rockwell, LL Cool J, Jesse L. Martin, um, lots more. Uh, so the podcast is really just like funny conversations that sometimes go deep and they're all super entertaining because Aisha Tyler is awesome. That's my podcast, Bay. Love it. Well, add it to my homework list. There we go. Check it you out. have a lot, lot to do, to do this week. week. Seriously. <laughs> Good thing um, you don't have a job. Hey. Oh wait, you do. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't you think we should just quit our jobs to be able to compliment men and well, listen to podcasts? Seriously, if this podcast goes as I hope it will, then I'll Which be quitting is my job. Ching 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 ching. Male <laughs> chimp. Do you know how much they paid us? I can't even tell you. It's like. It's Honestly, like count signs, like zeros <laughs> everywhere. Counting the cents over. column, oh it is. God. It was a three-figure deal. There were a lot of dollars, <laughs> signs, and zeros. Ugh. This is why we did the podcast to make it, it rich, and we did it. We did it. I'm so proud of There's, us. It can't get better. It can't get better. No. Well, since it can't get better, I guess we should call it to a close. It's time to say goodbye. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. This was a really special one because we had our first ever guest. Thanks again to Aaron Murtaugh. I love him. Make sure you guys do go check out Present Company Excluded because now that he's off the phone, I can tell you what I really thought. It it legit is very it's good, you guys. Really, it is the perfect kind of funny. It's, yeah, I, totally. It's just like weird funny. There's no other funny like it. Like there's nothing like this movie. It's just a great watch. And it's uh, it's a short movie. It's, it's just, what, like an hour 20, somewhere in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So definitely go check it out. Support our first ever guest. As always, follow us on... Compliment a guy. Follow us on Twitter. Love your podcast. And send us uh, your podcast clip suggestions. And email us at loveyourpodcast at gmail.com. And comment on our Facebook page. Because we, as I said, we read all the comments. We really do. So, like, talk to us. Yeah. Anyway, thanks, guys. All right, you guys are the best. Love you. Bye.